Hey everyone, welcome to AV Insider, a show hopefully you found on purpose at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. As always, my name is Johnny Moda, I'm your host, and of course the show is brought to you by Tascam, and again you can find this show along with many other similar different podcast hosts and topics at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. And uh, again, thanks for listening. Check us out online if you haven't found us there already. Uh, today I have a special guest, like always, but this one's different. This one's got a different story, and this one's got some really cool stuff specific to a certain brand. But don't take my word for it. Take it straight from Glenn Jystead, who is the director of Touch Panel Products at InFocus. Glenn, welcome to the show, and hopefully I didn't say your last name too poorly. Uh, one of the few times in my life you said it perfectly, so thank you. I, I appreciate that, and, <laughs> and applaud that. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that as well. Uh, as I mentioned, you are the director of touch panel products, specifically at InFocus. Um, and so right about now is where I typically ask you, you know, what exactly is the story behind InFocus, meaning that who is InFocus, what do you offer as a brand and company, and, you know, what does that exactly mean? But before I get to the, the portion of InFocus's story, I kind of want to hear your story first. Well, I don't kind of want to. I'd love to know. <laughs> I'd love to know your story, right? And what I mean by that is, perhaps uh, InFocus is your first AV technology job ever, or uh, maybe it's your first job ever. I don't know, but I would love to hear the story. Well, it's not exactly my first job, although right now it is the job that I love the most. Um, uh, I, no, I've I've been in the the PC industry for 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 quite a while. Um, some may say from the beginning, you know, I've, I've been around the block uh, and most of my career has been, um, you know, in the PC computer uh, world, both in software and in hardware. Um, you know, I rode the wave in, of, of, the, of the excitement of sort of, you know, PCs really becoming a mainstream thing in the universe these days, something we, we just take, you know, absolutely for granted. Uh, in fact, even you might have forget that, that most of the things you do today on your phone, you know, you used to have to do on your PC. That's sort of where all that stuff was born. So, I, you know, I, I enjoy the wonder of, of sort of what technology is, has afforded us and, and made things possible. And, and to see different parts of different industries really start to embrace technology and, and hopefully see, see things where technology actually, you know, does something more than just let you, you know, endlessly, you know, read comments from housewives or something, but, but not, not to belittle housewives and, and blue colored based phone apps, but, um, uh, you know, actually technology being used in, in, in places that matter like schools and, and businesses, making people more efficient and, and uh, you know, making education more fun and more dynamic. Um, and, uh, you know, Bennett in focus, technically, I guess I've been here for about five years, um, but I've been affiliated with uh, the, the company for, for almost 10 years. Um, uh, before I worked for InFocus, I worked for a small design firm, and we partnered up with InFocus to create a product that, that when it started, there wasn't anything out there like this. You know, there was a whole bunch of us that go into a meeting room, and you just kind of look around at, at all the, the crap that was in a meeting room, and none of it worked very well, and you thought, this, this really could be better, couldn't it? And, and we, we actually built, you know, sort of con conceived of, you know, designed and developed, you know, the first full-featured, uh, meeting room touch panel product 
Um, today, you know, now it's, it's the Mondo pad and, and which we now have three variations of. Um, and so, you know, getting into the, into the conference room space and the collaboration space and the video conferencing space, you know, starting 10 years ago when, when there still were a whole lot of unknowns, uh, it was, was really a lot of fun. And so, you know, being affiliated with that and sort of seeing not only our own products, but also the entire industry really mature and become, you know, the, the sort of the significant industry that it is and, and seeing it move from business even into education. Uh, is something that's really very satisfying. So uh, I um, spent most of my life in California, but uh, moved up to the glorious Northwest Pacific Northwest here in in, uh, uh, in Oregon um, about four years ago. And In Focus is headquartered here in Portland, Oregon. Um, speaking about In Focus, uh, folks that have been in the AV channel, you know, have, have almost certainly already heard of the name in focus we introduced the first digital uh lamp-based projector 30 years ago uh and and really started a wave of, of you know you know bright you know amazing death by powerpoint meetings and uh, we're very proud of that and and you know been selling projectors for 30 years you know and seeing that entire market really grow and expand you know in a whole lot of different places um, where we are today, uh, headquartered in Portland, there are three primary product lines carried by T uh, and Focus. Uh, of course, projectors, um, everything from consumer projectors to business projectors to installation projectors to mobile projectors. We've got a full range of product. Um, and uh, we bought a company called Jupiter um, about three years ago. And uh, there may be a, a part of the AV folks that that uh, that have heard of Jupiter in the um, in the uh, uh, the super large screen um, community uh, and uh, uh, you know the multi-panel array displays and Jupiter has been uh, a major player in that space, uh, providing you know a range of products in the. Um, different in the controller region uh they didn't do the displays but they did the controllers for these these monster displays um and then the third part is uh our touch panel business which as i was talking about started about 10 years ago when we invented the mondo pad and uh you know from there saw an, an entire product category emerge and to see you know even even the biggest companies uh get into this game so um that's that's in focus. Uh, we're worldwide, and uh, uh, we're going to be at ISC, and uh, I'll be there. Uh, if there's anybody that, that hears this podcast and wants to come say hi, I'd be more than happy to. So that's that's me and in focus. Well, that's awesome. Um, so, and I apologize one more time. When did you join in focus? Uh, I joined in focus five years ago. Okay, so roughly five five years into their touch uh, touch department development, correct? Well, I, that, so I was with the design company that was partnered with them, you know, doing the design and development with them to develop the MondoPad product. So for five years, I was oh. not officially an in focus person, but a big part of what I was doing in my daily work was working on what we now know as the MondoPad product. 
I see. So you're the man behind the curtain in regards well, to... Well, one of them. One, yeah, for sure. One of the many yeah. people behind the curtain of... Well, I wouldn't say many, but <laughs> yeah, there, there are a few of us. So, yeah, yeah so, so, so I've you know, been, been here at the beginning of this, this particular segment and seen it grow. And, uh, you know, so kind of been around. Uh, with Short of uh, having the listeners head over to www.infocus.com or do we even really need the Ws anymore? Up to you. But short of telling them to go there and just look at your display department where I can see Mondopad, Big Touch, and JTouch, can you kind of give me a quick overview of the difference between the three or is it a really big difference between those three? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. So we actually kind of cleaned things up about about six months ago. Um, Mondopad now refers to our business product line and JTouch refers to our education product line. So, um, that, that, that kind of helps us uh, focus on particular features, uh, f- you know, within all of the materials. And it's, not, it's not a stack of Monopad, Big Touch, and JTouch. It's, it's Monopad has got its own set of products, and JTouch has its own set of products. Um, under Monopad, we've got three different classes of products. So we have a product called Monopad Ultra, Monopad Launch, so kind of in the middle, and then a product called Monopad Core. And uh, what's, what's kind of happened in the, on the business space, which is sort of why we've separated these, is because, you know, kind of getting at the beginning, you know, the, the markets weren't clearly segmented. You know, it was business that was looking at this category, and then, then education said, hey, that's kind of cool. We'd, we'd like some of those. And, and the product started to mature and move into those particular verticals. And, and, um, uh, and so now... Now those markets are very, very clearly different. They have different uh, kinds of technology that, that is required. Different sizes are, are particularly popular. Different kind of programs associated with each of them. So they, they really warrant independent or separate sort of, sort of handling. So Monopad for our, our business products, what's, what's happened in this, in this industry with uh, touch panels for business is, is uh, you know, there is just an endless amount of, of uh, hardware and software and enterprise solutions and, and networking environments all, you know, vying for the enterprise and business dollar. And there's a lot of fantastic technology out there. And so every single company that's out there is, 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 is having to kind of filter through this huge menu of stuff and try to figure out for them what do they need in order to, to do their, their business, their, their, their workflow, their, you know, how do they accomplish stuff, right? And so what, what's happening out there is, is that different companies sort of have, have a different appetite or different needs, set of needs. And that's why we've got three different products. So the Monopad Ultra is, is really, it's, 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 uh, it's that original Mondopad product where we really put our heart and soul into it and tried to fill it with all of the features that are necessary in a dynamic collaborative environment meeting, you know, for the primarily for business environments. So video conferencing and collaboration and, and whiteboarding and presentation and annotation and casting and data sharing and, and security features and all kinds of stuff, right? So that, that's ultra. And that really appeals to the customers that, um, that haven't really made a decision about their, their meeting room. 
um, and, and they, they really need sort of a complete solution. So there's, that's an ideal solution for them. The second one is Mondopad Launch. And Mondopad Launch is a, is a product for those kind of businesses that have, have made the big decisions. They've made big decisions like which video conferencing application they're going to use, which collaboration software do they use, which web services you know, do they do their project management on. And, and Monopad Launch is ideal for sort of blending with those, those choices that a company makes, but it still has great meeting management, local casting, and collaboration tools. And it's just a great you know, uh, business-grade touch platform. Monopad Core is 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 that it's it's a little bit more basic of a product because there's a, a definite segment of the of the business industry that is is so capable that they, they kind of build their own solutions and and they want kind of a more of a blank canvas in order to put that on. And that's what Monopad Core is really more about. It's a, just a fantastic hardware platform that they can build their own particular solution on top of. Um, it's also used by uh, like uh, hotels and universities and hospitals uh, in things like information and, and uh, you know, employee communication and, and uh, uh, guest services kind of uh, applications, things like you know, that touch screen in the lobby, you know, where, where the, the hotel guest wants to know where all the restaurants are, right? Um, Monopad Core is just is the perfect platform of that. It doesn't need the kind of you know, targeted solution software that's built into Monopad Launch, and it certainly doesn't need you know, the, the complete software suite that's built into Monopad Ultra. So our Monopad line has evolved in the same way that, that customers, that particularly business and higher ed customers have evolved. Now, the other side of the house. Um, JTouch is our product line that addresses the need primarily of that, of the K to 12 education districts. Um, and so, you know, schools uh, are, are incorporating digital curriculum, you know, at an incredible pace. Um, in the U.S., Google has made significant inroads in really giving schools uh, a cloud-based platform to, to build all that on and to manage it. And uh, if you go outside of the U.S., surprisingly, Microsoft has had a lot more success, but it's still the same kind of story of, of uh, a cloud-based approach to managing your curriculum, managing your students, managing homework, managing, you know, sort of every, all the activities uh, around a classroom. And, and this has gotten so, you know, pervasive that, that a digital interactive presentation device like a touch panel has become pretty specialized in, in the education space. Uh, in the last couple of years, uh, integrating an, an Android subsystem is really is really taken off because you can have some very low cost, you know, great tools built into these touch panels while they still have all the interactivity or, or connectivity, sorry, that allows them to connect to different kinds of devices. So classrooms, you know, can be connected to PCs or Apple TVs or specialty, you know, document viewers or, you know, whatever it may be. The teacher is able to sort of incorporate a wide range of technology in that teaching curriculum. And, a, and touch panels have become, you know, a, kind of a primary device within 
the classroom and uh, it's extremely pervasive and very, very, very popular. It's a huge, huge growth market and continues to be very strong in the U.S. So, uh, so the products are exciting because, you know, they, the technology has been improving, the kind of capabilities we can put into the products has been improving, but also those markets have really started to super specialize. And the more they specialize, the more they solve the 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 customer or the user's problems the more value they bring and and the and you know the fact that they can actually you know they're not just a, a, a clever bright little widget in the corner they're actually something that makes a difference that really engages the students and gets them involved in the education and helps the teachers focus on the students and maybe not you know having to uh, you know build all of their curriculum by hand that they can leverage existing materials YouTube Wikipedia you know just a huge array of content that's out there. And, uh, you mentioned and on the business side, getting people to actually, you know, work together. Um, most, it's more common today in the business community that a business is um, decentralized. And, and there's, there's, there's almost an assumption that you need to be able to work with people that don't sit next to you. And now those tools are, are very good. They weren't 10 years ago. They weren't five years ago. <laughs> but today, they, the tools are actually really very good. And, and that kind of work environment is now possible. It's really very cool. So in terms of product development with the three style uh, touchscreen product categories that you offer, Mondopad, Big Touch, JTouch, um, you mentioned, I'm, I'm just going to start with the, the Android connectivity or being able to have that accessibility. Um, as the new generations get older and things like that and more and more use cases come up, um, do you take any sort of direction or, I guess, listen to the needs of the customers if they ask for certain, and I don't have a specific case, but like, let's just say they, I don't know, they have some weird scenario and it keeps coming up, but it makes sense for uh, InFocus to start it start adding these things or um, help develop new product lines or it even further develop the existing product lines that you have? Oh, that, that happens all the time. And it's one of the most, it's one of the most aggravating parts of the, uh, of the job, but also the best part of the job because, because the customers are really getting engaged and, and we've been listening to customers, you know, ever since the very beginning, you know, if, if, if they, are looking to technology to work a particular way. It's our job to help, you know, as much as we can to to match the way they work and not assume that we're going to change them. You know, not not to throw stones at glass houses or anything, but Microsoft got into the game just to kind of poke at one, you know, one very very successful player in this space, but but to poke at them for a little bit. The Surface Hub product, as a piece of hardware, is is great. It's a fantastic piece of hardware. But Microsoft made a very specific product decision about Surface Hub, and they made it they made it a lot more specialized, I think, than anybody expected. Um, they 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 sort of crafted a what you know what's called a, a Windows Universal um, platform, uh, and 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 sort of trying to force the hand of both users and, and the software community to really embrace the universal windows platform or, or what with windows eight, we called uh, Metro. Um, yeah. And right. move on past the so-called win 32 apps uh, into this new application framework. 
I, I don't blame them. The new application framework is better technology. It's smoother, it's cooler, it's faster. But, but the legacy of Win32 just, is just overwhelming still. And, and Surface Hub really was a product that was, that was designed as an accessory to an Office 365 environment. So if a, if a corporation said, we're going we're gonna to commit to Office 365, that's how we're going to run our business, we're going to get rid of every other application that we have, and the only thing we're going to do are the tools that come from Microsoft vis-a-vis -vis Office 365. If that was their choice, then a Surface Hub was was ideal because I mean it just it works great with Office 365. It just doesn't work great with anything else. You wanted I mean for a while there you couldn't even run GoToMeeting on this or GoToWebinar or Zoom or you know if an Apple if a person with a MacBook came in heaven forbid they wanted to try to find a way to share what was on their screen on the Surface Hub. Um, now they've they've slowly kind of addressed some of those issues, but still. Um, we we want a lot of customers. I won't I won't deny it. We won't we want a lot of Surface Hub customers because Mondo pads are based on regular Windows. They're based on regular Windows 10, and they can run absolutely everything. They can't. They're not restricted to just universal Windows apps. They can run all of them, and they run it runs it extremely well on a device that's designed for public use. Which is that's kind of what makes the the, the boardroom weird from a PC perspective is it, it's a public space thing. You've got to manage that whole public space. Um, so, yeah, so, so on the business side, that was it. Uh, an example of something we ran into on the education side is, uh, you know, schools are excited about getting students engaged in the digital experience, Right. There's been efforts from Google to, to give every student a Chromebook. Even before that, there was a, an effort from Apple to give every student an iPad, right, so that everything was digital. It was really, a really huge push. Right. But 12-year-old boys are 12-year-old boys. And, and you let a 12-year-old boy connect to the Internet and then connect to a screen that the entire classroom can see, and inappropriate things are bound to happen. Um, and so, uh, so, so now there's a requirement or a desperate plead from the schools to, to give them a solution where, where the, the touch panel can connect to the internet in one network and can connect to the students in another sort of Wi-Fi network. And, and in the Android world, this just wasn't very easy to do. Um, and it still isn't very easy to do in the windows world. It's trivial, but in the, in the Android world, it's not. And, and, and in the K to 12 space, they don't really have the budget to put a windows PC in every panel. So they're, they're really trying to get it as much out of Android as they can. So, so this need for this sort of simultaneous network is, is something, you know, our K to 12 customers have been pleading with us to enable so that they can, you know, have a have a manageable and, and simple network environment in every classroom. And we're going to bring that that feature out in our next generation products that are coming out in just a couple months. So that I mean, we desperately, you know, need to and want to uh, try to satisfy as many of our customers uh, requests as we can. 
Uh, and therein lies the problem, right? Like it, it's a great part of the project because you get to develop new stuff, but at the same time, you can't have everything for everybody in the, in the first generation, the second generation, <laughs> even the third and fifth. You're totally right. I mean, you work your ass off on a product and you listen to everybody and you talk to vendors and technology providers and all the experience you have inside your company and you, you craft what you think is finally the product that makes everybody happy and it takes about, you know, an, you know a day before one of the customers calls back and said, hey, can, how do we do this on your product? And you're like, oh, damn, you know. <laughs> okay, let's think about that. Uh, maybe in a software fix. Uh, let's see, you know. Yeah, you just, you, you know. But, but you know, I don't want to spin that as just bad. I mean, it's disappointing because you really want to please your customers. But the other side of it is, is the fact that, that customers really are engaged. And they're not um, homogenistic, man. Man, the, 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 the education market out there is as diverse as, as anything could be. Um, two school districts right next to each other will have like two completely different strategic objectives and requirements. And, and you know, uh, you know, it just, you, you, you really be surprised at the wide range of, uh, of needs there are uh, in, in either the business or the education market. There, there absolutely is no one sort of single focused product that's gonna, that's gonna win the hearts and souls of everybody. Uh, yeah. So we mentioned that we mentioned that you are, um, going to ISC and I don't know if I asked you already, but obviously I imagine that you probably attend trade shows such as Infocom and maybe some of the more regional localized trade shows across the United States. Is that correct? For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, and then, uh, and then there's probably some educational, uh, shows as well that, I mean, I'm just mentioning, you know, some of the larger ones localized to AV. Right. Uh, I imagine there are other others maybe even ces in january or something like that but maybe that's not your market uh well you know the touch panel things don't 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 address a, a retail or consumer market yet um we do have a, a line of projectors that are targeted to consumers and so uh, i don't know if we're going to have presence in ces it's been a while since we've been at ces infocom and isc are definitely the two big ones because you, you know um Primarily, our business is channel-based, and so you know whether that's uh, you know some direct retailers or you know through just we always manage all of our product through distribution. But um, folks like um, uh, CDW are are you know they're just their role in in this this whole sort of integration space uh, for all markets is is really growing rapidly, um, and so. You know, our, our job is to make sure that that, that, that reseller network is, is fully educated about the product line and the kind of capabilities of the products and the solutions that are available from InFocus. And so that's why, you know, the big trade shows are, are you know, that are, that are channel focused and uh, those regional shows. Um, regional shows are really great in the K-12. Um it seems to be a, a way that a lot of school districts uh, statewide are, are trying to uh, expose technology solutions to their different districts and, and sort of, you know, manage travel budgets so that not everybody's flying across the, the country kind of all the time, but they can just drive down to maybe a local city or something. But um, so we're real active in the, um, in those regional trade shows. 
So being that, uh, and if I understood this correctly, being that your products are sold uh, through distribution exclusively, is that correct? That is correct. Uh, being that they're sold exclusively through distribution, uh, should a potential, let's just use the phrase dealer, or a person who wants to put your products onto a project need some more information because they're not fully informed of the capabilities of your three product categories, um, should they just reach out to their CDWs or, or is there somewhere like on infocus.com that they can go to learn more in regards to um, helping with a project layout or have questions they want to reach out to maybe someone directly at InFocus? Is that something that InFocus offers? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, the folks at CDW in, in, you know, in the, uh, you know, integration services section in particular, you know, are super well-trained on the InFocus products, but um, you're, you're, and we've got a, we've got a, a team of, of regional sales managers that are just fantastic and they'll, they'll guide every project along from beginning to end. They'll help with installation, uh, you know, questions. They'll help with training. They'll help with everything. They're really a, a remarkable team. Um, you can certainly initiate contact to the sales via our website and just sort of any of the contact ways, you know, we'll, we'll direct you to one of our regional salespeople instantly. One of the, the, the best tools that we have available um, is uh, that really helps our, our dealers and our resellers is uh, we provide virtual, we have a virtual demo capability that you can sign up for, you know, through our website. There's a link right on the main page and where you're going to get a, you know, a private sort of custom demo of whichever product you want. Uh, we love it when the reseller, you know, joins along with the customer, but uh, uh, you know, that way the customer gets to see the product in action, gets to answer any questions they want. And if you are a reseller or dealer that that's from a sales perspective, it's an incredibly effective tool with a close rate you know, somewhere around 70%, which is phenomenal. So this is a very powerful tool. We then also have virtual training. We have a fantastic team of trainers um, that are available. Uh, those are often sort of in a, in a, uh, a post-purchase environment. Um, and then, uh, you know, series of videos. We've got a huge library of videos out on uh, YouTube and, and available through our website too. But uh, uh, the website's going to be the best place to start. Which, if in case I hadn't mentioned already, is www.infocus.com. And um, like I said, you could reach out there. Maybe for initial contact, there's some phone numbers there, probably some emails, um, some good information. And today, we're, we're purely only talking about the touch panel products at uh, InFocus. As you mentioned, you know, there's uh, video projection or projectors, lamps, and accessories. But... Protectors and display walls. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically, we're only talking about your uh, your touch panel products, and those were the categories of Mondopad, Big Touch, and J Touch. Correct. Uh, the categories. The categories. Uh, just just a small correction. Um, the categories are Mondopad and J Touch, and within Mondopad, there are three categories: oh. Ultra, Ultra, Launch, and Core. Um, okay. Big Touch has sort of been folded under the Mondopad core category. So it, it doesn't, it's no longer a, a particular segment that we, we emphasize. But that kind of product still exists. It's just, uh, it sort of found its way under the, under the name Mondopad core. 
So a monopad core comes with and without a PC, and that's sort of where the, the, the big touch played. Monopad Ultra and Launch are business meeting room solutions, and JTouch is our education solution touch panel. Understood. Okay, well, there it is laid out. And we mentioned uh, distribution where you can get education. Just heading onto the website is probably the best place to learn more in general. We've talked about trade show, ISC. Check them out if you're in Amsterdam by the time you hear this. Um, if you're not there, you know, Infocom's coming up this year. I would definitely check them out there. Um, you can always tell people, you know, about the products. You can always explain to your blue in the face how things work and why it's so brilliant. Uh, or superior than other people's products. But it, until you can see it, touch it, feel it, experience what it is, I think that is the ultimate selling point on what the solution is for your customer, for you, your business, and your potential customers. So if you can't make it to ISE and you don't see them, uh, try something here in the States by the name of Infocom, uh, put on by the organization Abixa, the Audio Video Audiovisual Integrated Experience Association. And they will have, I'm, I'm sure, because we mentioned it, that uh, you will be there. And maybe you can get to meet Glenn. Um, you might be there, right? Uh, I might. I, <laughs> I just might. It depends on who's asking, right? <laughs> I got to ask my wife first. <laughs> um, well, I'm sure, I'm sure Info, uh, Info, Info Kiss will be at Infocom. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could, couldn't spit that out. We'll be there. And whether or not Glenn is there. Um, I, I'll I'm, certainly be there. Yeah. I'm sure you can reach out through the website regardless and learn more there. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of gives me a really good overview of the company, your specific segment of what you do there. And as things develop more, Glenn, I would love to have you come back and talk more about the products, the development Anything new in the pipeline, perhaps, or maybe something new that has launched after one of these big uh, branded shows we've mentioned? You bet. Um, or if you ever feel strongly about touch panel in the industry and how things are, are changing our future, I, you are welcome to come talk about that. Or if you just want to talk about audio, I'm always a big fan of that too. But uh, completely up to you, whatever you would like to talk about. If you want to talk about more about in focus i would love to learn more because i know there's more and we're again we're only focusing on just the touch panel segments that you cover uh, which i do appreciate your time on that so thank you and for people who are unaware i'll say it again go to infocus.com um, if you want to check out this show and other shows it's simply ravepubs.com under the rave radio tab where you can find this show av insider amongst a handful of others that are very different, unique, similar in their own respects, but different and unique as, as well there. Um, check us out. And of course, this show is brought to you by Tascam. You should check them out as well. It's Tascam, T-A-S-C-A-M.com. Uh, thank you for the sponsors. We love you. And if anyone has any questions for me, you want to be on the show, you hate the show, you love the show, hate mail, love mail, something in between, or you just want to get to Glenn personally, send me an email. And uh, I will get back to you, or my little four-legged assistant will get back to you. But if uh, it's all misspelled, he's all paws and no thumbs, so don't worry about it. But the email is johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y, at ravepubs.com. Reach out, say hi. Uh, in terms of reaching out to InFocus, I gave you the website. They are a social company like me, so if you want to reach out that way, you can. It's facebook.com forward slash InFocusCorp. 
that's C-O-R-P or core. And on Twitter, it's simply at InFocusCorp, the same as what I just mentioned, except for Focus and Twitter, or Facebook and Twitter. YouTube, if you're more of a video person, you like visuals, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash InFocusCorp. Are you seeing a pattern yet? The next, <laughs> the next one is LinkedIn, and they're there as well, linkedin.com forward slash company, forward slash in focus. If you want to just get up-to-date information about the company as it becomes live, that's a good place to get connected as well. Uh, for me, it's pretty much at J-M-O-T-A-3. First initial, last name, J-M-O-T-A-3. Pretty much everywhere. You can just Google me. If something comes up not to your liking, let's just say that's my evil half and he's not the good one. So ignore that stuff. All the good stuff is me. Uh, well, so, again, so what's the deal with the three? Uh, I'm the third. Ah, okay. More so or less. <laughs> so, so you're competing with your dad and grandfather in social media, I guess. Uh, that's a good question. It's always been, <laughs> well, three's always been my favorite number. I happen to be the third John Mota, and the first one is in Spanish, and so is the second one. So I'm the third. It's just um, there you go. English. <laughs> so I just thought it would be a, a cute little... JM3 kind of a thing. Um, it works. And now everyone knows my password. I'll have to change that, damn it. <laughs> uh, but Glenn, thank you so much for your time and your education on the show and helping the listeners to understand a bit more about the touch panel products at InFocus, which can be found at InFocus.com, obviously with other products like projectors, lamps, and accessories. And as I mentioned, in the future, whenever you'd like, I'd love to have you come back and talk more about this thing that obviously you're passionate about. Uh, touch panels being that topic or anything else related to AVIT uh, or anything you feel strongly related on technology wise in our industry, because it is no, the show cannot be put on without people in the industry such as yourself with the knowledge and the power. So again, I thank you for your time, your education and your knowledge. We, we greatly appreciate it here at AV Insider. So, well, it's, it's my pleasure and my honor to be on the show, and I'd, I'd happily join you in the future. Well, thank you very much, everyone. Again, this is AV Insider. You can catch us at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab, and we will catch you on the next show. You've got my email. Don't send me spam. I'm not a fan. <laughs>